Welcome to Live at the Potosseum. I'm Lindsay Webb. Joining me, man at the bar, Dan Willis. And a live audience full of opinions. Think Q&A with a comedy twist where the audience are the panel of experts. Well, the stage, Mr Lindsay Webb! Thank you, Dan Willis. John from Man at the Bar, Dan Willis. Oh, thanks for kicking us off. It's only our third time recording our sessions. And look at you people! There must have been nothing else on. Uh, absolutely chockers. I hope you're full of opinions and attitude. That's what we're after. Uh, I don't know if any of you have listened uh, to the podcast online. For those of you that have and given feedback, I appreciate that. Thank you. don't know if those two people are here, but thank you to them. A <laughs> couple of jokes throughout the evening. Uh, good. Hope everyone's had a nice day. We've got a big a big episode to get through this time. We've got a, a tops episode. Dan Willis, is, uh, you, have you got... Have you looked at all the questions? Have you got the questions? I've literally just picked them up now. Just picked them up? Okay, great. Well, geez, there's a lot of them. I didn't think there was going to be as many people in the Potosseum tonight. So sorry if you didn't get uh, an actual question sheet. Did everyone get to fill one out? Is everyone all right? There is an opportunity to just yell out answers if you want to, too. Like, it's not, it's not rude to yell out. This is not like a standard comedy night. If you sit there thinking, oh, no, it's heckling. It's not heckling when you're involved in the show. So it's, okay, you're still not involved. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, maybe you'll get more involved because the uh, the topic tonight, if you didn't pick it up from the answer sheets, is charities, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slight satellite delay in the microphone for some reason. <laughs> we should do daylight saving sometime because I feel like that's when you're going to get these jokes. Uh, I am quite a charitable person. I've done a number of things for charity in my life, like donated my time as a comedian, which we, we often have to do. It might have been one of the things that you heard when the pandemic hit the world. Oh, comedians have shut down. Their industry has completely stopped and people weren't very quick to come and help, like not even the government. Should we give them money? No, let's vote no to that because I've seen their show. Two stars. Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> I know. Harsh, wasn't it? It was quite harsh. And yet comedians are, and you know this, like if you've been to a charity and event, there will be some kind of entertainment, Dan, won't there? Like either a comedian or a magician or, I don't know, a band, There right? will indeed. My favourite bit is they'll ring me and go, what are you doing Saturday night? Yeah. It's for charity. <laughs> uh, and usually I'll be working on a Saturday night. Yeah, because that's it's, when you make money. Yeah, it's like us for asking anyone that's working during the week, oh, what are you doing, you know, mid-afternoon on a Tuesday? Oh, it's for charity. Take a day off on holiday. Do you know, you've hit on a good point, Dan Willis, man at the bar. You've hit on a very good point. They often have a charity event on a Friday and a Saturday night and they want to sell it out because the more money they raise, the more money goes to charity. But I think you might have nailed something. Saturday night people have other things on, don't they? Like, oh, it's Gwen's birthday. I don't know who Gwen is, but it's, you know, oh, John's graduating. Oh, Timmy's got a thing on. It's soccer finals. You know, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Fuck all happens, really, doesn't it? Like, oh, CSI's on or something. <laughs> back, back, I don't know. <laughs> Which is amazing, that show. See, I love CSI. Like, in a full hour, they, like, just solve it. They fucking nail it. Like, it'd be a really hard crime. Right, six months ago, I got hit by a car going home from a gig here one night, just down here at North Quay. I rang the cops, said, you get that on camera? They're like, oh, we don't, we, we, it takes us weeks to get the footage. <laughs> That sort of shit will just ruin that CSI show, won't it? Like, to be continued. When? Over the next couple of weeks until you're like, oh, fuck! It's just a hit and run. 
Tonight we're talking about charity because I've done a lot of charitable things in my time. If it's donating my time for a show, I've given money, you know, I've donated to the people in the koala suit on the Harbour Bridge because fuck it's hot and they need a dollar. <laughs> and I've been conned into the direct debit thing. I don't know if anyone's been conned into that, but that's a... You've almost got a Nigerian uncle when you sign up for that bullshit. Like, that's... Like, don't get, don't get trapped in that. I'm, I'm against... Yeah, you've thrown your pen down. It's not good. <laughs> I think he dropped his pen, but it was a good time to drop his pen. The other thing with charity is, and I've done some big things for charity too. Back in uh, 2009, maybe, I think it was 2009, I did a show at the Gallery of Modern Art to try and break a world record for the longest ever stand-up show by an individual. I broke the world record, thanks for asking. Uh, it was 38 hours and six minutes on stage. I did to beat Tommy Tiernan, who had previously done 36 hours on stage. Uh, thank you very much, thank you. Thanks. It was gruelling, I won't lie to you. It was quite difficult. The reason I did 38 hours because I figured that was a full working week in one shift. Do I still No, nah, fuck no, no. No, I don't still hold it. I didn't hold it for very long at all. I got I got, I got I, no, it's not rude, it's great because they all raise money for charity as well. So it's a great pattern to pass on. You're right, it would be nice to keep the legacy, but fucking go for it, you know. <laughs> I think the most recent person that holds it is a guy by the name of Bob Marley, ironically. Uh, not THE Bob Marley, but, like, yeah, fuck, he came back from the dead to beat me from my record. That's how fucking angry I am. No, uh, an American comic called Bob Marley, I think, did 40 hours uh, because he's African and I suppose it was famine-related. I, no, I actually think... I, I actually think that's true. <laughs> I raised money for the Abused Children's Trust, or Act for Kids, they're called now, so... And yeah, well, it was 2009, I'd been a full-time comic for about five years and I wanted to give something back to show that I appreciated, right? So, and I think that's what... My point of telling that story is, I think that's why we give to charity, right? Because we actually have the money in our pocket and we feel we want to show people that we appreciate that and help out people that don't have that money in their pocket. That's the whole idea of charity. But we are flooded with charity. We are absolutely flooded with it. Then there are hundreds of them that are exactly the same. Give me a shout out, right? Just shout out numbers. How many charities registered do you think there are in Australia? Shout it out. Thousands. Six. Th six? More. <laughs> uh, if this was an auction, it's going to take about... Like, I'll break the record again. Thousands. Seven. It starts with a six. 65,000 registered charities in Australia. 65,000 registered charities, right? That's a lot of desks set up out the front of Coles trying to get your money. It's a lot, isn't it? And those people have got to come up with something different every time. Hey, nice shirt. It's a difficult sell. The thing with that is that every single individual charity organisation, and to give you an idea of what that means, every single individual one needs a structure of management. They need an office, they need cars, they need resources, they've got to get printing done, they've got to buy advertising, they've got to sell tickets, they've got to put people on the street. On average, 50% of the money that you donate goes to the charity. On average. There's better and there's worse, right? The top three charities for the best handling of the money, I think I made some notes here because I didn't want to screw this up. The number one best charity to give money to if you want most of your dollar to go to the charity cause is CareFlight. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know how they're doing it, but that's just how, that's how it works. Uh, the next one is the Royal Flying Doctor Service. Now, both of those are aeroplanes. Now, they must buy early with their flights because they get them cheap, clearly. <laughs> The third one is probably someone you don't want flying the plane. It's the guide dogs. Now, 
I think outside of cancer, the guide dogs tug on the heartstring when you talk about charity donation. Number one, it's a Labradorable. Like, who doesn't love a fucking Labrador? Like, if you meet a person that doesn't like a Labrador, stop meeting that person. <laughs> They're the best dogs ever, aren't they, right? Now, the other thing is, your money that goes to charity, now, whilst 50% of it might make it through to the, to the actual charitable organisation, they've then also got to make good choices with what they do with that money. So they might get that money through to the charitable organisation and go, oh, we need a new bench top for the science lab. There goes 50 grand. So the money can disappear quite quickly. Now, if there's thousands of different cancer charity organisations, all with the board of directors and a whole bunch of people, admin and executives, why don't we just merge them all together? Now, I'm not the first person to have this idea and there's probably people in this room. Has anyone else actually thought about this before and thought there's just too many of them? Like, uh, the ribbons have lost their, their courage, haven't they? You've thought that before? Yeah, absolutely. Are, are you someone that gives money to charity? I would if I had one. Charities are struggling to get money out of people because it's harder and harder. Like, they say charity starts at home. This year, fuck, we've been at home a lot, right? <laughs> That's a lot of charity that you need right there in your own house. The other thing is that I think charities have watered themselves down with how many different ways there are to get the money from you. Yeah. I talked about the direct debit thing before. Those people will harangue you in the street. You had the stats on this. What sort of money are those people making? They're getting how much of the donation? Usually they get, um, they get about 30% of the donation. Uh, the actual business take up to 60% and the actual charity ends up about 10% of there you go. the duration. So that's that arm of gathering the cash that works that way, right? They end up with 10% of the dollar that you give them. On average, they'll get roughly 50 cents in the dollar, but that particular arm of it is getting them 10 cents. But they're aiming to get the month. They'll get that a monthly. They just want it monthly. That's exactly so. right. The direct debit. Uh, here's some stats for you. In 2019-20, for the financial year, the Surf Life Saving Foundation, right, who, we, who you would think is just one unified charity. No. They have 124 different registered charity arms. Yeah, because each state and each individual surf club is its own charity. So charities like the Red Cross are not Red Cross Australia, they're Red Cross New South Wales, Red Cross Queensland, Red Cross Tasmania, Red Cross ACT, Red Cross New South Wales, blah, 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 right? So they're all split. They all have a different group of people running them for each state that come together for a national conference. Boom, more money gone. Last year, the Surf Life Saving Foundation, they raised in total, have a guess, how many millions of dollars? Six. <laughs> Far out. I hope that six is one of the answers tonight. I'm going to write a question where the answer is fucking six. Anyway, next question. How many balls in a standard over of cricket? Six, yes! How the fuck did you not get that? This is unbelievable. <laughs> wasn't even the next question. Uh, the Surf Life Saving Foundation raised $123 million. Yeah, that is a lot of money, whoever said that. Someone's phone just went boo-doo like a pokey machine. <laughs> Ironic. $123 million just through fundraising, not through their clubs, not through their surf clubs, not through the kids and nippers, $123 million. The percentage of money that they spent on admin and costs to raise that 123 million is 63%. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it, right? 63% of that money disappeared before it got to help out Surf Life Saving. Surf Life Saving, which saves over 17,000 lives a year, right? 
So a lot of money, a lot of money goes into that. So where does the money go? What happens with the money? Research money is one thing. It's very hard to equate for what the research money does. Sometimes you'll be told that your money is going to buy clothing. Sometimes they buy the clothing. Sometimes they use second-hand clothing and send it and use that money to promote the next event. So sometimes the money that you actually give to the charity doesn't do anything for the people that it's supposed to support, but it manages to keep going because a charity entity needs to raise $250,000 a year or they're deregistered, right? That's how it works. It's pretty simple stuff. Now, we're all charitable people. Well, I, I mean, I speak for everybody, but I think that everybody here, if they had money, would give money, right? That's, I think you hit the nail on the head earlier on. A lot of people give money straight up. A lot of people give money out of their wages. A lot of people give money to the people at the shop. The people at the shop are against the wall because there's a different group of people every week. If you go to the shop every week, you just fucking hate those people. It's simple, isn't it? Whether you like their charity or not, you go, fuck, 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 no. You might buy a badge on Anzac Day. That's a, right, exactly. That's, that's about where we're at. So let's find out what you people feel about charities because that's pretty much how the stats work out, right? I, I feel as though there is too many. I feel as though they should be combined. I feel as though they should pool their resources. I think we could have a better result that way. But I don't have all of the answers, right? Money still needs to be given so that people can do research that the government doesn't fund. Now, here's a question for you, Dan Willis, and you'll be, you might be able to answer this. Why do we need everyday humans to fund a cancer research operation? Does not the CSIRO, by funding of the government, try to find cures for certain cancers? I think it's um, the enthusiasm people have in cancer research. It's like most people here, I'd say, would be touched by cancer at sure. some point. Well, yeah. And then you've got enthusiasm, and a lot of people say, hey, I mean, of those thousands of charities, at least half of them will be named after a single person that's died, after, died of right. cancer. Yep. And like the McGrath Foundation, yeah, yeah, for and example. And yes. Even smaller, just, hey, let's raise for something locally. I realise I'm not being funny at this You don't point. have to be. It's not, it's not, <laughs> always, that, that it's not the, always funny, uh, just when that, I'm talking. That's why there's a lot more, <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's a lot more enthusiasm yes. towards it. Well, Whereas look, I, I get we, that. We've not all drowned. Well, there's a really great example that, you, that, that will highlight exactly what you're saying, right? Everyone is a fan of donating money to the Pink Ribbon and the Breast Cancer Foundation, right? And do you know why? Because breast cancer is massive, right? And it touches so many families and it hurts the people that you love. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that you hear about the bowel cancer kills more people than the breast cancer, but pink is a much prettier ribbon than brown. <laughs> people care more about boobs than bums. And that's true. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if you do a Google search and type in B, I think boobs will pop up quicker than bums. I, I can just check right now. Like you, can't write, you can't write bums on a calculator. You do. That proves my point. <laughs> boobs are winning. Also, to be fair, <laughs> boobs pretty much remain quite you know, popular throughout the entire age cycle of the female. You're quite right. Whereas boobs are pretty much on the tip of everybody's tongue. The male bum... <laughs> The male bum goes down in popularity as soon as it hits 40, to be honest. So just when it's needing the cash, it loses all of its popularity. I just, I think that's, you know, that's part of the reason. You're quite right. Popular charities are popular charities. People will give to popular charity because they help. They think they're helping a bigger vehicle. Let's find out what people think. What do you got in your questions? Okay. Question one. Let's find out, you people, what your thoughts are. I mean, you look innocent right now. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, should charities of the same type emerge together? Yes, to give everyone a fair go at the cash. 
Yeah, I think that's what it's about. I think it's about more money getting to the point and not having so many people in charge. Like, there's always a board of directors to make sure it's ethical and a board of directors to make sure that there's enough money being spent in the right direction. They're all on 40 or 50 grand a year just to turn up a couple of times a year. It's amazing, isn't it? It's an amazing waste of cash. Uh, absolutely, there are far too many charities can't keep touch of them all. 65,000. Like, seriously, if you gave a dollar to every one of them, your whole year's wage would be pretty much gone. It's insane, isn't it? 65,000 charities. Is it, how do you end up with that many? How does it... Like, we should, we should make this a charity. This could be a... Technically, this it is. A, this could be a not-for-profit organisation. It is at the moment. Not by choice, though. We didn't, we didn't register. I'm getting paid in chicken wings and forex they're, gold. They're very good wings. Yeah, see? Someone appreciates the payment. Uh... Deauthorise them all the way. Monopoly market, definitely. Well, yeah, that is true. It would be a monopoly market, but I feel that's a monopoly in a good direction, don't you think? That's not like go directly to jail. What's it? No? Oh, you don't think there should be a monopoly? Well, why is that, though? Because you don't know that each charity for each different type of cancer is going to be given the right amount of funding for what it requires. Oh, I think I think what 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 I'm trying to sort of say there is that if you're if you're a bowel cancer charity, then you should join together with all the other bowel cancer charities. I don't I don't mean there should just be one charity, and then each of you have to advocate for the cash. So the question should have been clearer, obviously. Should oh no, hang on. Should charities of the same type? No, you fucked this up. It's not the question. <laughs> I was with you there for a bit, and then I. Then I reread the question up close there, size 8 font. Should charities of the same type? You're quite right. You could say that there are a lot of different types of cancer, but I mean exactly the same type, same type. So, yeah, we're both, we're both on the same page. My page is just a bit clearer than yours. <laughs> You're right. It would be very difficult to get the right funding to the right place if you just bundled everyone together. Yes. Should charities of the same type be merged together? Hell no! It should be a fight to the death. And every said earned be meritus, meritorious. I'm sure the spelling is okay. Yeah, if I can't pronounce it, I'm sure you've nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Question two, Daniel. Question two, and there are less answers to these two questions. That was very popular with you, like. <laughs> I was say, did anyone here, just a quick question, does anyone here actually give to charity for a tax deductible? Oh, yeah, though, that's a good one. Yes. One for you at the back, yep. which is a good thing. Yep. Nothing wrong with it. You know, you're giving it away. You're technically, it shouldn't affect how much money you end up with. You know what I mean? Because you're giving some away. But I, d I did read that uh, Michael Hutchins and the members of NXS accidentally, as a charitable donation, invested $100,000 in Crocodile Dundee. Is that right? And made $3.5 million back on Get it. Get the <laughs> hell out of town. <laughs> was worth hanging around. It's not a bad charitable donation. <laughs> Uh, favourites, the blind dogs? Yeah, I think they're the kind dogs. The blind dogs will be, they'd also need a dog. <laughs> it's like a babushka doll of dogs. <laughs> Down to a little tiny chihuahua that can see. <laughs> Just leading everybody along. I'm sorry, I mean, good answer. <laughs> Least favourite charity. Is there a charity? This Is this a real charity? Saving Turkish Delight. <laughs> I mean, I would have thought the Turkish Delight was not-for-profit already. <laughs> Why does it seem that there's only, like, two types of Turkish Delight? Two. Let's talk about Monopoly. Like, how many types of Turkish Delight can you buy? Is there a two? A lot? Where? Six. 
Six. <laughs> yes. You nailed it. It's fucking got to be true too. It has to be. If there is any God. <laughs> uh, least favourites are the one that spend more money on admin expenses than helping people. It's exactly right. I like the guide dogs and the doctors without borders. Oh yeah, the medicine sans frontiers. Uh, at the moment. Oh, just at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they're alright for now. Yeah, Sort of swaying between them and a couple of others. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Favourite? Helping Hands Monkey Helpers. Oh, Helping Hands Monkey Helpers. <laughs> helping Hands Monkey Helpers. I thought if I read it quicker it would make sense. <laughs> helping Hands Monkey Helpers. Remember them? They're the people that volunteer to help spank the monkeys. <laughs> 50% of the population... Don't Google that. Don't. <laughs> but... <laughs> but to Google Helping Hands Monkey Helpers and I'll get back to you with that. It's a beauty. I mean, I love them already if they're real. I got, um, I got through Helping Hands to Monkey and it went Helpers see? and Wikipedia. Boom! Monkeys typed that in. Helping Hands Monkey Helpers. This is a non-profit organisation. Is it like Fiverr? Like you get a monkey to do your homework? I'm looking at it. You do that. I'll get How do you make a profit? Least favourite. Uh, Tall Clubs International Foundation. Fuck, I love this human. Who wrote these answers? <laughs> Their least favourite charity is the Tall Clubs International Foundation. <laughs> the acronym's not a joke, the TCIF. Tall Clubs, not all men, maybe. Could be a hashtag reference. Does anyone know? Is anyone here? Who's really tall? Anyone over 6'3"? <laughs> I'm 6. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this I, back because I think that's the sixth time you've yelled it out to me. I know. I'm going I'm to pre-warn it. That this is your, your partner you're with tonight, isn't it? <laughs> you aren't going to get it so much tonight. Yeah. He's going to go home. Yeah. I made that show. Gonna I'm going to download that show. I'm going to... Oh, yeah. I am a superstar now. Man, you're going to get so much six when you get home. <laughs> Oh, by the way, just quickly. Um, yes. It's a, yes. Uh, it's a very nice charity that uh, pays for uh, monkeys for paraplegic people. Yes. So technically, oh. what, why helping do they hands. Need the monkeys, though, do you? Helping hands, monkey helpers. There you go. What do the monkeys do? They ride monkeys. They don't ride the monkeys. They <laughs> <laughs> guide monkeys. Oh, guide monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Race five at Albion. Monkeys! <laughs> Paraplegic jockeys. Here we go. You all right? Deep breath. <laughs> Do you no donate out shops to the charity stand? Why, why not? Breast cancer, because we all love titties. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that could be their sticker. <laughs> when they get all the breast groups together. Uh, if I have coins in my purse. Oh, good on you, fella. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020, settle down. Uh, sometimes, depends if I have change or money in general, don't carry much cash. That's the other thing these people are up against now, isn't it? I mean, who's got cash anymore? I mean, they carry FPOS now. Ca they carry FPOS? Yeah, they got fucking sneaky there. Like those, <laughs> like those hippies at the markets. Oh no, I've only got my card. How the fuck have you got that? <laughs> Never had a haircut in your life. <laughs> 
Somehow I can pay wave at your shop that you set up an hour ago. In the heat, smells like. <laughs> there should be a deodorant stand. Not just crystals. Anyway, uh, yes, then I can honestly say to the ones that I haven't, sorry, I donated outside. Yeah, well, that's a good way to do it, isn't it? I mean, your story doesn't have to check out either. It's all right to lie to those people. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to check you up on Google. He didn't give money. Uh, yes, any rubbish we don't want to give to the op shop. I mean, I could be misunderstanding the answer, but I feel like someone's misunderstanding the question. This is why this one was at the back, wasn't it? Let's run through the question just one more time for a recap. Do you donate outside the shops at the charity stand? Why? Why not? Yes, any rubbish we don't want to give to the op shop. I just had a mental image of you coming up with just with handfuls of shit to their desk where they're selling RSL tickets. Yeah, now that blender works. What have we learned, Dan Willis? We have learned many things, but most of the answers we have learned are six, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, good on you, half does. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, hopefully we've uh, we've enlightened ourselves a little bit on charity. Keep being charitable. I think it's a great thing. Just choose wisely. Please thank the man at the bar, Dan Willis, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining me at the Sea. My name's Lindsay Webb. Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Spread the word if you did. If you want access to VIP content and behind the scenes, hit our Patreon page, Live at the Potosseum, or like us on Instagram. Share the word. This is Live at the Potosseum. 